Welcome to the REI Mastermind Network, where host Jack Haas gathers amazing stories from leaders in real estate investing. In each episode, our guests will tell you what they're doing that works, what they've tried that failed, and best of all, you'll learn actionable steps to take your real estate investing to the next level. Now, here's Jack with another value-packed episode. We have Justin Silverio on the call. Justin, I really appreciate your time. And Justin's got a new platform. I'm going to send everybody to your new website. It's inveloapp.com. And I'll make sure to have that link in the show notes. But uh, this is some, uh, this is a new CRM that's going to hit the marketplace that, frankly, has some uh, pretty interesting integrations and and concept here. So I really appreciate your time. I look forward to chatting and getting a little nerdy here. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm excited to be here, Jack. Thank you so much. So let's start with, let's back up. You you do have some experience with real estate investing, which I think is, first of all, kind of a big standout here because I get this, I've tried a ton of CRMs yeah. uh, and, and around real estate investing. But to be frank, most of them seem like they've been created by a bunch of developers and engineers instead of real estate investors who, who actually do this. What, what are your thoughts regarding that? So I completely agree with you. So I've been an investor since 2011. So I've been an investor for a while now. And um, you know, over that time, I'm definitely a data guy. Um, I enjoy like figuring out a process, making sure that I'm really efficient with my time. Because when I got started in investing, I was doing it five years while I had a full-time job. So I had to get really good with making sure that my time was invested wisely and um, for the best bang of, for the buck. So that was like a big piece for me. Over the years, I started developing my own CRM. And I'm not a tech guy. That's not like my, my background. Um, but I would mess around with like Podio and Zoho and try to figure out the best process. But then um, when I started my marketing company, Open Letter Marketing, and after working with many, many investors around the country, we really found that there was a, a bigger need of investors. And when we talked to people, most people use you know, two, three, four, five different systems to make sure that their sales pipeline is working properly. And you know, I had the same issue because I was an investor. And what I like to do is always solve my problem and when I solve my problem, I'm thereby solving a lot of other issues that other people are having. Um, so that's how it all started. And about a year and a half, two years ago, that's when we really started digging into the root cause and figuring out, um, you know, from a st strategic standpoint, how can we solve all these problems throughout the whole sales pipeline? Now, most CRMs that people deal with either focus on prospects or leads or deals, but not everything. So when you don't have a system that incorporates everything, there's a lot of data and information gets lost in translation. So that's what we set out to solve. Sure. So let's let's start things off here. Um, and I'm going to just kind of, if you go to enveloapp.com, uh, you can probably follow along because I, I was looking at your homepage here, just kind of hitting some of these highlights here regarding what it, what it does. So... Um, Let's start with the list building feature. When when we do the list building feature, are we talking about mailing lists? Like a lot of us are using list source and, and a few mm -hmm. other yes. uh, products. Is it very similar to that? Yeah. Yeah. So we we purchased all the data, property data in the whole country. So we have all of that access to all of that data. 
Um, so you can pull your own lists, whether it be equity list, absentee list, vacant list. You can pull any type of list that you want. And once you pull it, you can you can bring it right into your prospects database. Sure. And how often is that refreshed on a regular basis? Daily. Every Daily. single day we get new information that's going right to our system. Okay. Yes. So, so this is like a pretty right here alone is a pretty big step. I mean, there are some people who are spending a considerable amount of money on creating these lists. Is that part of the fee associated with the CRM? Is that an additional cost? How, how does that work into the, to the numbers here? Yeah. So you have, you have the ability to pull a certain amount of um, uh, prospects in your system within the list builder based on the plan that you have. So Obviously, the higher that you increase in plan, uh, the more credits that you get. But if you always, if you ever want to pull more, you can always purchase um, at a very low cost compared to ListSource and those other providers. Um, the other unique thing that we have, and again, when we build out the software, it was just not me as an investor saying, okay, how do I want to build this? I made sure that if I was going forward with um, Invelo and creating this platform, that I was working with the absolute best on both sides of the coin. Um, investors that had a really good fundamental understanding of what is needed, but also the absolute best developers to make this platform as intuitive as possible. Because there's a lot of people in the real estate space that are not all that tech savvy. So the goal for me was how do I get people to get into the platform and to understand it without any other help. So that was kind of the trajectory. And we wanted to implement automations and best practices so people don't really have to think about things. So for instance, when you go into the list builder, we have about uh, six different types of lists that are preset. So Mm -hmm. all that you have to do is enter in your geography and you can click a button and you're pulling an absentee list or you're pulling an equity list. And not only that, when you pull the list, we have this feature that's auto add. So anytime the, um, our list builder is updated on a daily basis and new records meet the criteria that you specified, they're automatically looped into your prospects database without you having to go back in and repull the list again. Oh, very neat. So I would assume then that uh, based on your other company, this you could probably order mailings and everything right out of, out of the system. Yes, yeah. So marketing is a big piece of this. So not only can you do direct mail, but you can do email. You can do ringless voicemail. And um, after launch, within about two months, we're going to add in calling and text messaging capabilities to the platform. So you'll be able to do everything within the platform. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's that's a particular and you could have multiple phone numbers depending on your Correct. and your flow. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. Cuz that's a great way to track different things too. Absolutely. Sure. Yes. So, uh it says manage your full sales pipeline uh is your next category. Do you do are you able to break things apart, you know, like a wholesaler versus a fix and flipper versus a buy and hold person? Mm-hmm. How do those workflows look in here? Yeah. So how we have it set up is there's, it looks like you have, it's almost looks like you have three databases. So you have different tabs. You have a prospects tab. So prospects are people that you have not contacted. And, um, you know, we make sure that we have the features and functionality that you need there. So um, you can segment your prospects so you can identify your highest quality prospects so that you can market to them properly. And then we have your leads pipeline. So once somebody converts from prospect to leads, 
Now you can bring them through your lead pipeline. And then we have a deal pipeline as well. So once you purchase the property or once you have it under contract as a wholesaler, now you still need to manage that property uh, because at the end, you need to sell that property to somebody else um, or rent it out. So we have a whole pipeline for that. So they're broken out into those three categories and they allow you to um, be very flexible on what your investment strategy is and how you utilize those pipelines. Sure. So yeah, this this is a particular interest. So when you get there at a certain point, you get so many leads and prospects and, and everything in your pipeline. How do you help somebody stay on top of it? So that like some sort of automation yeah. or yeah. whether it's a task list or what have you? Yeah, good. Good question. So for leads specifically, you know, we can we can talk about each one of them or do you want to talk about leads specifically? Well, let's let's maybe go through the pipeline. Like okay, sure. it starts okay. with a prospect and then goes to a lead. Um, yeah. Sure. So let, let's talk about prospects and just keeping organized and how the system helps you automate things properly. Again, you have in prospects the important thing that not a lot of investors do and we've seen it, even investors that are spending 50, 60, 100,000 a month in marketing are still not segmenting their prospects properly and what I think that everyone should do. And to give you an example and um, how we've built it into the platform is that if you are able to identify prospects that are on multiple lists, higher quality lists, like a driving for dollar list to me is much better than an equity list because there is some sort of need for like renovation. But if you can segment these prospects into high, medium, and low quality buckets, then you can still use your same marketing spend, but you're just allocating it differently. So instead of spending evenly over all of your prospects, you can spend 60% of your marketing budget on your high quality, 30% on your medium quality, 10% on your low quality thereby focusing uh, more appropriately on the more, you know, people that might want to sell sooner. So which increases your ROI. So with that, um, you can segment all your prospects. If a new prospect comes into your database and is, uh, you know, within the criteria, how you set up your marketing, because within your marketing, you can say, send this marketing piece or this campaign to everybody that's on this list or that has this tag or on these different lists. So any new prospect that comes into your database, they automatically get routed into the marketing campaign and not at the point at which the existing prospects are, it starts at the top. So you always have a constant flow starting at the beginning of the marketing and going through the pipeline. And then let's say again, that prospects sell their homes. Again, we get that data updated daily so we will automatically take people out of your prospects database into a removed database and will automatically stop the marketing for you on those people. So you mm -hmm. don't have to spend and waste any marketing dollars. You're updated immediately. And those removed prospects will never get back into your prospects database unless you manually push them in. Mm -hmm. So you can see there's like a lot of automation there and keeping track. So that's kind of on the prospects. With on the lead side, again, you can still market. You can send individual, you know, handwritten pieces to people. If you went on an appointment and they haven't followed up with you, you can send a handwritten letter or ringless voicemail or text or anything like that. But also the automation is to make sure, like you, you asked, um, how do I know who I should contact or who's falling off and maybe I'm forgetting about them? Mm -hmm. So we have an automation built in. When you're going through your scripting, we have a way to, we ask you, how motivated is this person? 
high, medium, or low. And depending on where you put them, we have different triggers. If this person is a high, highly motivated and you haven't touched them in 14 days, they go on a follow-up list on your dashboard saying, you need to reach out to these people. I mean, we have those automations built in for the different types of motivation and last contacted. Sure. You know, is there a way in your in your system where you could actually have it? I think you mentioned it might be coming, you know, regarding the texting and, and a few other things, but where let's say I don't follow up in the allotted time, you know, it's got the to-do list. It would at least automatically send a follow-up text or email or something on my behalf. Yeah. So for those ones there, if you You can do that right now if you tag them as such. So if they fall off, you can tag them. And as soon as you put a tag on them, they will go into your marketing pipeline. As far as like just automating and saying, if I don't talk to these people in X amount of days, put them on this marketing campaign, We that will be coming soon in the future um, right after we launch. Sure. So just a reminder, everybody, this is Envelo app. And I'll make sure to put this in the show notes. It's I-N-V-E-L-O-A-P-P.com. So you can take a look at this. And and right now, as we were talking, uh, we are in sign up for early access, but it sounds like uh, maybe when the show goes live, uh, you'll be you'll be fully, fully launched. One of the, yeah. one of the things that I struggle with actually is is and I hate to admit this is the do not contact. You know, I get people yes. telling me all the time, do not contact. When I send things off to my marketing person today, I, I typically send two files and and mm-hmm. hope that they can match them up. But yes. it's a it's an eighty twenty rule at best. Like I still get phone calls saying, "I told you to take them me off of your list." Yeah. Is that pr- fairly easy to do in your? Yeah. So we have we have the ability to skip trace in our system. So in addition to skip tracing, we're also pushing those phone numbers uh, through the do not call list and all the phone numbers through a litigator list. So if a particular phone number is on a do not call list, it's going to be tagged as such as do not call. But if it's uh, on a litigator list, the whole contact itself will be flagged as a litigator because you never want to call anybody on any of their phone numbers if they're on the litigator list. But do not call list, it's okay to call a different number that's not on you know, if they have an alternative number that's not on the do not call. So we have the functionality in the uh, platform to have as many phone numbers, as many emails, and you can have as many contacts for one record. So for instance, if you're trying to find out, you know, if somebody passed away, you can skip trace that record again to find alternatives and relatives. Sure. No, that that makes a lot of sense. Because like I said, today, it's, it's kind of a a crapshoot really, whether it's going to, yeah. we're going to stop bugging, bugging them or not. We hope that it works, but more times than not, I get that follow-up call. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you, you did mention earlier, you know, I, I think a lot of people who get into real estate investing, they start with the cheapest thing possible. And the reason I asked regarding the follow-up is that I've actually seen people who've gone as far as buying one of those 31 day uh, xylophone folders. And, yep. you know, it's great. It works for them is the fact that they, to do the follow-up, they'll, they'll call somebody, write it on a piece of paper, call somebody. And then their, their habit is, well, three days later, I'm going to follow them. So they'll advance it, that piece of paper three days. Yeah. You know, so, but you know, if, if that works for them, but frankly, that, that is the resort some of us have gone to. Yes. In order to make sure 
something works for us. I mean, uh, and that's where it comes back to. It seems like engineers have been developing these things instead of somebody who has real estate investing background. Yeah. And I mean, I started that way when I got started, right? I didn't have many leads calling in. So I was able to manage it with um, just paper. But then after a while, it was like, you know, which ones do I call back? I had a huge stack. So really leveraging the technology to help you do that is really important. But it's also, you know, so important that the the platform is intuitive, that people actually understand it. Because if they don't know how to use a platform, they're not going to be successful. And that's why really like, we don't really look at ourselves as just a CRM, just a software. In Velo, we really look at as a platform. And the technology piece, the software piece, is just one of the three pieces of the puzzle. The other two elements for us is education. So anybody that um, jumps onto Envelo, there's two types of education. There's education that we teach you everything on real estate investing from beginning of like how to identify your farm area, to pulling lists, to marketing, to talking to sellers, to contracts, all of that. We have a whole series on that. And then we have master classes. And those master classes are taught by other experts within the industry or outside of the industry to um, really deep dive into an, a focused topic to ensure that people are successful and not just successful in business, but just in life itself. So we don't just cover investing topics and strategies, but we're also looking at how to be a you know a great parent while running a business, how to stay healthy while you're running a business. So we want to make sure we cover all of those pieces in there. And, um, and then the last piece is community. Community is a really important piece. Uh, we know as investors and entrepreneurs that it can be pretty lonely. And there's probably many times that all entrepreneurs say, man, am I the only one going through this? And so we want to make sure that we have community and support there so um, people can provide and share information and just create a uh, you know, good community. So when you do the community aspect, are you just is it like a Facebook page or, is, or do you have a community built into the CRM? So right now, as we go live, it's going to be Facebook, but we are trans. We will be transitioning that over to an in-app community where you can have, um, you know, direct messaging capabilities and still like a Facebook style. But it's all going to be in within the app. Sure. So you know, based on your experience, you know, you're building this app and your experience with the previous CRMs. To maintain this usability, how are you going to uh, main to keep things simple and usable as you continue to add features? Because you can you can see it's it can get pretty unwieldy pretty quick. Yeah, and where it gets unwieldy is when you're building a platform, especially like, and I'm sure you've seen it. A platform, somebody starts to build a platform on one piece because they're trying to create maybe an MVP, a, a minimal viable product, to see if it works and it's successful. And then they start to build on, build on, build on. But the underlying foundation wasn't built to have all of this expansion. So now like the workflows are kind of quirky and um, it doesn't become as intuitive. So when we started this platform, we really looked at the grand scheme and said, what is the big piece that we want to tackle? And it's the whole sales pipeline. So we already have a vision and um, we already have a path of where we want to take this as we start to build it out. But again, the piece of it is also, um, I've been able to be lucky enough to um, you know, join forces 
and bring on people that are very experienced on the SaaS, the technology side. So one of my, you know, my product manager that's on board, he's done five SaaS companies, sold one of them for, you know, 10 digits. Um, and he's gone through that process. So he understands the life cycle, how to keep it intuitive. We're using UI designers and developers that have done this already. So we wanted to make sure that we're working with people that already understand and have done the whole life cycle and know the path for us. Um, so it's not just dependent on me. Sure. So as you've been developing this and you suppose you got some investors using it now in early access, what is uh, like a surprising piece of feedback you've gotten so far? I don't know if we've received anything all that outside of what we weren't expecting, but we have received a lot of great feedback on things that we didn't even think about. Um, like little little pieces here and there, nothing nothing large. Everybody that has brought something up is either going to be implemented for launch or on our roadmap this year. So nothing really out of the ordinary that we've actually been seeing, to be honest. Oh, well, that's that's good good news then, right? Yeah. So we built an MVP about a, two years ago. So we've kind of been working and we had a lot of investors on a good amount of investors on that. So we already know knew what to expect and how to work with people. And we had a lot of a big pipeline and communication with them while we were building this one. So we were kind of starting from our version one and then basically just started over, scrapped. We still have that product, but we started from the ground up um, with this product with that information in mind. So I'm going to tackle something that's going to be kind of the elephant in the room, you know, regarding the the pricing. You know, yeah. every time, every time somebody goes to a real estate investing CRM, they're a little shocked by the price. And this mm-hmm. this is going to be the case as well. But uh, how do you how do you help people understand the value that they're receiving? Because in regards to missed opportunities, I suppose that's part of that education again. Yeah. So we there's two things. One, it's not a big ask. Our plan starts at free, so we have a free plan. So uh, anybody can get on this and it's free so they can play around with it and work through it. But we've spent a lot of time and focus on onboarding, how to get somebody from day one to success in the shortest amount of time. So what we are trying to do is streamline that for everyone. And again, make it as intuitive as possible and taking out any of the ancillary things that aren't needed uh, to make sure that people are successful and can identify that value sooner than later. Sure. Um, Well, this has been a great conversation. You know, it it seems like you and I could probably continue to chat even more (laughs) regarding some of this stuff. I I think the best thing for people to do is at least take, take advantage of the free access. Uh, You know, you more times than not, I find that you're going to likely upgrade, (laughs) but at least you can get your feet wet and check this, check it out. Outside of, of the features that you had on the homepage, is there anything in particular that you were like, was there an aha moment or something particularly that you were pleased with that that uh, came to fruition here that that people should maybe check out? Yeah, I mean, I think the the whole, you know, capturing the whole sales pipeline was was amazing for us. And not just because we can do it all on one platform, but the information, the analytics, the KPIs that we can provide back to the user. So that right there in itself is absolutely huge because no other platform can do that because and in, in the future, in the near future, what we're looking to do is be able to identify and show people, here are your KPIs, 
but we're adding gamification into it. So you can have other people in your market um, and you can see, look at your KPIs versus their KPIs. And then we can provide suggestions on how you can improve them. So those are things that are happening down the line on our roadmap that we're really excited about. Um, and there's so many other features I could, I feel like I could talk about that are going to be implemented either now or Q2, Q3 that won't be on any other platform. Well, you know, that that's something that I find really interesting, actually, uh, when you do release these features, how, how transparent are you as to your roadmap and when it's coming out? Oh. How do you, how do you keep people engaged in that, in that regard? Yeah, good question. I'm a bit so of I'm... a nerd like that. I, I, I recently... <laughs> Move to a new podcasting host called Captivate. Um, okay, and uh, they do a phenomenal job where they'll even we're going to have a, a an announcement around these the next feature release, and then they do mm -hmm. the YouTube video and and a few, and it really gets people engaged. They do a yes. really good job of keeping people engaged. Yeah, so good question. Yeah, we're we're very transparent with our roadmap, so everyone can get access to provide feedback, but not only provide feedback, they can actually look at our roadmap and see what's planned, what's in queue, what's being launched and what has been launched. And then um, also pop up notifications to show you what new features and functionality that there are in the system. So um, that is, yeah, we wanna make sure that people understand what's coming up and what has just been launched. Sure. Well, I, I really appreciate your time, Justin. Again, it's Envelo, E-I-N-V-E-L-O, I-N-V-E-L-O app.com. I'll make sure to have that link in the show notes. But before I let you go, Justin, is there a question you wished I would have asked you here today? I don't think so. And I should have warned you ahead of time. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. You had all really good questions. Well, this is, this is really intriguing. I'm going to have to check this out myself. I appreciate your time. You and you're welcome back anytime. I hope you'll take me up on that because I really would love to spend a whole episode talking about your entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, there's obviously something there regarding your open letter marketing, now envelope and and everything else, and how you've how you've kept this these businesses going. And I mean, there's there's a mindset there that I'm sure we yeah. can explore. I'd love to. I love talking about mindset and the path, like my path and, and sharing. So I'm happy to. Well, thanks again, Justin. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Jack. Thank you so much. Have you learned at least one actionable step to incorporate into your real estate investing? If so, please consider returning some of that value by leaving a positive review, subscribing to our YouTube channel, or joining our growing network on Facebook and Twitter. You can find links to all of our social media accounts in the show notes. See you next time.